Asalaamu As Alaikum sisters, it's Shahida here and we have a lovely guest here today, Marina Fernandez and we're going to be talking about balance and I don't know about you guys but I lose balance from time to time even when I think I'm on point, do everything perfectly and I've done all my inner work, sometimes I lose balance. I forget to do my simple routines, I forget me and I think all of us, we it happens in our lifetime and even maybe you know throughout the month as well, which is why I'm so excited to introduce you, Marina, because Marina's going to tell us how we can get our balance back. So hello, Marina. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Shahida, for having me. We're Thank so excited you. to have you. So tell us about how how did you lose your balance and how can we gain balance again as women? Um, I think. Um, it does not matter how waking we are and how zesty we are, like I was, like I am. At some point in our lives, for very, if, if you are of certain age, like I am now, um, um, for very different reasons, we lose balance. Call it because you have a, a job promotion and it keeps you busy, or maybe you have children and you lost yourself a little. Um, Maybe you just got married and you're finding it that it's all too much and you have a big household to, to run, you know, for somebody maybe passed away for many, many different reasons. Every now and then, although we like to be in control of our lives, the fact is that we do lose that control and we, we lose that balance. It happened to all of us. It doesn't matter how expert you are living life. And, and of course, it happened to me too. Um, how did I lose balance? I found myself one day having the lovely husband, the lovely children, the lovely environment. And I noticed something was gone from me. You know, I sort of lost that spark, that joy, that, that charisma that defined Marina. And, and I went, wow, you know, whatever happened to me. And then at the same time, um, I, I was going through a, a trauma in my life because one of my girlfriends, or I thought it was my girlfriend, sort of out of the blue, she didn't need me anymore. And she just um, stopped talking to me. And, and I could not understand how, what, what has happened or why anyone hurt me. And at the same time, my best friend, Eloise, she, she was dying of, uh, of cancer. So certainly I lost my balance. I found myself like, um, if you can imagine it, it, it was like me and everything around didn't exist. Uh, it was like a black canvas. Um, and, I, and it was lonely. I, was, I felt really, really lonely. So I sat down with myself and of course you start blaming life and you start blaming your husband and your children and it's because of this <laughs> life and you know you start blaming everyone apart from yourself and then until you manage to get or I did manage to get some space and time for myself so this is why it's very important so step number one to get your balance back we will reinforce it later on make sure you have time and a space for yourself that means just a little bit of time to spend by yourself. No dishes, no clothing, no children to pick up, nothing to do. Just some solitude time. 
Um, so I managed to get some time for myself. It was the first time I had time in 10 years. And so I went to France and in there I realized it was not my husband, no the children, no, no my situation, no I was living in a foreign country. It was none of that. It was me. I lost myself because I stopped listening to me. I stopped feeding my soul. I stopped hearing my needs. And I was just pleasing everybody and tried to be the perfect wife and a perfect mother and a perfect friend and a perfect everything because I went from having a job to being a housewife and, and I didn't really know how to manage that. So I thought I needed to excuse myself somehow and said, yes, I have a job, I'm a housewife and I'm going to do this well. So I became this almost like robot of, you know, like this machine, like nonstop machine. So I was doing everything to fill up my time. So when I was in France, I realized that it was me. It was no, nobody else. And it was time to reclaim that story back. And it was time to reclaim that energy back. So what I did, is I thought, okay, if, if once I was that girl, I can be that girl again. All I need to do is to walk my way back. And this is exactly what I did. I walk my way back to myself. How? I retrain my mind. I retrain my body. I built in habits that would help me, that would help my, the lifestyle that I wanted to have. And I became, I wouldn't say the new person. I, would, I became who I was, or I became the person that I always wanted to be. Because that person that was sad and miserable and lifeless, that was not me. So I sort of walked back and I changed a lot of things in my life. And, um, and here I am. And I'll tell you in a minute what I did, but in case you, you know, you consider, because I remember when I started into self-development, my husband was very scared that, oh my gosh, you know, she's going to leave me now. Of course it was, he was scared. And I had to sort of reassure him that wasn't going to be the case. And I had to reassure my children that mommy was the same mommy. It's just that I needed some time for myself because when you do make changes, People start noticing mm -hmm. and people don't like these changes because obviously they are used to be there on, you know, 24 seven for them. They are used to, you're doing all the things for them. And all of the sudden you start reclaiming your time, your space, you know, and, and nobody like that. And everybody gets really scared and they start going, oh, but just remember, remind them no, mommy hasn't changed, or I haven't changed, or, you know, I haven't changed as a wife, not as a daughter, not as a mom. It's just that I have to reassure everyone that I was going to be the same person, and I, and I am. I'm, I'm, I think I'm even better than I was. So trust yourself when you think I'm going to go, if you ever think of going into self-development, don't be scared. Mm -hmm. I know it's normal to feel scared that you might have to leave your husband and your children and your job and all these things. And it's not true. If you trust yourself and you do everything with balance, <laughs> you will find that that equilibrium. And it's just about moving things around, not getting rid of them.
what was the first thing you did Marina for yourself like you're saying like yes um I did a lot of things one of them is make sure I have a space for solitude so make sure I didn't fill up every second of my life with noise with radio with friends with parties with work with clothing with, you know make sure that I had just some time to go for walks so that was one I went for long walks all the time Number two, I started to address the way I was talking to myself or, and also the way that I've been taught before and I thought it was normal. Um, I'm left-handed. I was just telling my daughter last night, for example, I'm left-handed. And my grandmother used to say, oh, you're good for nothing because you don't know how to, to rinse a cloth, right? <laughs> you're not good for these things. And I was like, you see, Carmen, the way you speak to yourself matters. I was telling my daughter last night. And the way you others speak to you matters too. So what I started to do is I started to address the way I speak to myself. Then I said to myself something very important, something I use a lot with my clients. What would you have loved your parents to tell you or your husband to tell you or you, I don't know, your teacher to tell you, someone very important to you. What would you have loved them to tell you and they never did? Okay? And that sentence, just use it as your mantra. So then when I started to learn a lot of things, I was like, for me, it was like, if they can do it, you can do it. And that was my mantra every day. If they can do it, you can do it. If they can do it, you can do it. And I started to observe people around me that they were very empowered and they have big jobs and they were doing really well in life. And I started to watch a lot of lectures and videos and reading books. And my whole thing was like, if they can do it, Marina, you can do it. So time for walks. Talk to yourself nicely all the time. And then tell yourself that very thing that you never heard, that you know it would make such a big difference in your life. And not only hear it, then intentionally start believing it as if it was a seed that you are planting inside yourself until it flourishes. And my mantra was like, okay, until I don't make this happen, I'm not gonna get rid of this mantra. I will know when to get rid of this mantra and to make a new one, okay? When you actually feel so comfortable with that sentence that you are saying. So if you choose a sentence and it feels a bit cranky and uh, a bit tense, that's a sentence you have to work on. And don't drop it until it feels so, until you feel so comfortable saying it. Today, I know that I can do anything that I want because if they can do it, I can do it. Um, more things I did was I play music, music that I love. Um, I watch a lot of funny, silly things that make me laugh because um, <laughs> I'm quite humorous and I realized that one of the reasons I wasn't happy is because first I wasn't listening to myself. Second, I wasn't, I wasn't having any time for myself, so I was exhausted, pleasing everyone all the time. Mm. Third, I stopped playing with myself. I believe a very important part 
a very, for us to find balance. Um, playing is one of the tools that you're gonna need every day. You know, because yes, you work a lot and we produce a lot and we look after all the people and all the things, but if you don't play, okay, that's never gonna, your life is not gonna, never gonna be balanced. For you to be balanced, you need to play. Bring your inner child out. So I remember that I used to love jokes and I used to laugh. And I, I was like, Marina, you're not laughing anymore. And I was like, right, something for me to do. So I started to watch a lot of stupid things on YouTube that make me laugh, <laughs> you know, TikTok and reads and very simple things. I don't know, a child doing something ridiculous. These things that will make me laugh. I will call friends that will make me laugh. Um, and I would, yes, I, I make a commit, I made a commitment to take life slightly less serious. So I was dancing in my kitchen, I was playing music, playing with wooden spoons, and, and just realize that life is not that difficult. We make it difficult. Mm. It's so true. And it's just going back to basics. It's just going back. Yeah, absolutely. That's the most important message is going back to basics. Simplify. My thing is always simplify. Simplify. Go, go back, go back, go back. So play with yourself. Bring that inner child out to play. Okay. Mm. Love yourself the way you would have loved to be loved. Okay. Tell yourself the things that you never heard that you would have wished <laughs> that you heard, that your mother told you, your father told you, teacher told you. That's very, very important because that's gonna be fuel for you to accomplish a lot of things. Then spoil yourself, be nice, be kind. Mm. Be kind to yourself and be kind to your body. Because if not, what is it that you're saying yes to? That you're not worth it? That you're not good enough? that it doesn't matter, that you don't matter, but you do matter. And that's the, that's the number one rule probably when you start with the basic thing is that to realize that you do matter. You are here for a reason, okay? If not, you wouldn't be here. You know, life makes no mistakes. We make lots of mistakes. <laughs> life, uh, God, you know, doesn't make mistakes. You are here for a reason. And if you are here, it's because you have something to do. So you do matter. And if you have something to do and you are worn out and you are mm. exhausted, you can't do that job well. Yes. And then you are not being of sad to other people. Love that, Marina. We were talking about guilt earlier, and and I was like saying how I feel guilty sometimes, and I think a lot of women do as well. Like we feel guilty for, for things that are inside our head. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, we feel guilty for everything, for doing, for, everything. for, doing, for being, for not being, for thinking, for not thinking. <laughs> I think uh, we, we all do something we feel guilty or we haven't done something yes. or when we do something for ourselves we feel guilty yes absolutely we tend to feel guilty about everything mostly I believe it's educational you know mm -hmm. um as I was telling you earlier um a boy and a girl are born exactly the same they're just 
one liter humans. But then there's, we start learning by observation mm. and it depends which culture or country you come from, you learn, you know, she will be even more guilty than if you mm. come from different cultures. So when my daughter was little and she saw daddy going to work every day and mommy was at home, I remember one day she, she would tell me, you do nothing all day because daddy is the one that goes to work and he brings the money. And I was horrified. I was like, oh, I'm not teaching her this. How could she think like that? And it's because she was learning by observation. And she, she noticed that it was mommy who did the beds every day. She noticed that it was mommy who did the food every day. So one day when my little boy, they're only 18 months apart, by the way, went to uh, some food, a hot chocolate, I think it was. She said, no, Jacob, you can do it. I'll do it for you. I said, no, why would you do it for him? Let him do it. And he said, no, mommy, he can't do that. He's a boy. And I was like, what? <laughs> and obviously in her little world, so, I realized that it wasn't me teaching her these things. It wasn't her dad saying these things to her. She was learning by observation. So that from the very beginning, we have a lot of messages. Let's say what we learn from our parents, advertisements on TV, billboards, everything is geared for us to feel guilty whether you are a man or a woman, okay? Now, if you are a woman, and if you come from a certain background, even more so. So how have I learned not to feel guilty? It's a game by finding that balance. So as I said to you before, I can be here the whole day working and cleaning and ironing and I do everything myself. And I never ever, you know, I don't even buy takeaway, I cook everything myself. But, you know, I try to do as much as I can for, for my home. However, if Shahida, if you call me telling me that you're popping by, shall we go out for lunch? Surely I drop everything and I go out for lunch with you. I know now that that can wait. My conversation with my friend can't. Why? Because I'm worth it. Um, I have learned to embrace life really, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen in half an hour. If I don't go out for lunch with Shahida just because I need to make some beds or I need to make my house look pretty, right? I am really not embracing life. Um, and I think not embracing life <laughs> is, is wrong. You know, we have come here to live and we have come here to love. And embracing life is as important as working and doing what we have to do. Guilt is the most stupid emotion because, for example, anger. Um, when you are angry, anger is good because when you have, or, or sadness, you are releasing something, right? Anger, you, you get angry and you release something. But guilt, if you're happy, again, you release something. Guilt is not here, nor there. Guilt, I see guilt as a, you are on a rocking chair and you're moving, but it's not going anywhere. You don't go forward, you don't go back. Basically, it keeps you stuck, not moving. And if you're not moving, there's no evolution and there's no learning. So even if you make mistakes, it's better than, than feeling guilty. I'd rather make 10 mistakes and keep moving and going forward than not doing something so I don't feel guilty 
and then I'm stuck all my life. Guilt is an emotion that won't help you, that's for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's the stories we make up in our heads, isn't it? It's literally, no one's actually saying you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't go out that time or you shouldn't go for a walk at that time. It's you. Well, so I, I when you have these questions in your head, if whenever they come these questions in your head for, for the listeners, fight it back, fight your head back mm. or you shouldn't be taking that time off. Really? Why not? You know, who said that? Who said that I cannot take that time off? Or you shouldn't be eating this. Why not? These are the moments when my body is asking for, when my soul is asking for, or I need this because I, you know, why not? So I always, always make it, you know, ask a question back to your head. So whenever your head wants to make you feel guilty, make sure you ask your head, who said that? Why not? You know, and realize that you're worth, you're worth of that bath, you're worth of that lovely candle, you're worth of that pair of shoes, you're worth of that time with your friend, you're worth of that lovely food, and you're worth it because you are worth it. Of course, before you get to that stage, you need to work on many other things, which is in loving yourself. Oh, absolutely. That's probably one of the biggest things. Absolutely. Uh, you can do in yourself. The yeah. best investment, the best investment you can do. You will forever will feel guilty yeah. until you learn to love yourself. Once you learn to love yourself, mm. which is mean going back to yourself and realize that you are enough and you deserve everything, whether you have achieved or not, whether you have produced today or not. Once you realize that you are enough, okay, then you don't feel guilty anymore. You know, okay, I didn't do this today, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I made a mistake today, so well, I'm a human. Yeah. Once you learn that you are enough, you start accepting the fragility of humanity. And, you know, we are very powerful for sure. At the same time, we are not, we're, not, we, we're perfect and our bodies are perfect, but our heads are not, <laughs> you mm. know, because, we tend to think different random things. So you need to accept that we are humans. We are humans, we are no robots. And thanks God for that. We don't have to be perfect, <laughs> you know? If anything, I struggle nowadays is because I'm such a people's person and I, I struggle with computers and, and phones and anything robotic, I, I struggle. Isn't it wonderful that we are humans and that we make mistakes and we have emotions and we cry and we get angry and we, you know, all the things that we do, we swear and sometimes we are bad to our children and sometimes we are bad to our husbands and that's what makes a human a human. So accepting that you are human should be the first thing. Then love yourself enough mm. until you feel that you are enough. It doesn't matter what. And then you start realizing that you don't have to be that thing or that person for anyone. You just have to be that thing or that person for yourself. I love that. And I love the fact that you say walk back to yourself because I think that's what it is. Whenever you slip, whenever you lose that balance, which is going to happen, sometimes it's going to happen several times a week, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you found yourself, you love yourself, you're still going to yeah. slip. There's going to be days you're going to slip. 
Oh, totally. You know, I remember one day when I was screaming on my children. Um, I'm a Spanish, so I'm quite <laughs> temperamental. And I don't hide it. And we were in the car and I was screaming at them. And one of them said, oh, I'm going to, do you see, you are a coach, mommy. I, my friends only saw you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, very good, Jake. Can you play a card, but it's not going to work. And I started screaming at him maybe more. I said, look, the fact that I'm a coach doesn't mean I have to be perfect. I don't want to be perfect. I love the way I am. I absolutely adore the way I am. I love that I make a lot of mistakes and I love and I love that the people accept me for how for who I am without any changes, right? So the fact that you are a good person, that doesn't mean that you have to all the time be on point because that's not balance. That's being all the time in one extreme. For you to be balanced, every now and then you need to let the steam out for sure. And every now and then you're going to cry. Every now and then you're going to scream and then you're going to be nice and you're going to be kind. And that is what makes that balance, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're all rough around the edges, aren't we? And that's the beauty of it. It really is. The other thing I was going to ask you, Marina, is how do you balance everything like work, family, life, cooking? Because like you, we cook, you know, I cook from scratch as well, everything. And it can get too much sometimes. So how do you balance your work at the same time, give you enough time to your husband and your children? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, first of all, I make sure I'm not very disciplined. Um, however, I make everything happen. Mm. When I say I'm not very disciplined is, yes, I'm not that person like 10 o'clock, this 11 o'clock. No, I, I'm absolutely not that person. However, I make sure that every day, it does no matter what time. So flexibility is very important for me because the person with the biggest flexibility has the greatest influence. Mm. And if I want to be influenced, an influence for you and for myself, I need to be flexible. So I make sure that every day I meditate. Every day I do a little bit of meditation. You know, nowadays I do, I meditate for, meditate for quite a long time, but if today I don't have time, 10 minutes is 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, two minutes is better than no minutes. Absolutely. You know, one, sometimes you have one hour, sometimes you have two minutes. So I meditate or I do some kind of mindfulness a day. I go for a little walk every day. And if one day I cannot go for a walk, it does not matter. Again, flexibility is the key. I keep that balance by being flexible. That's very important to me. Flexibility is the key. Um, I make sure that when I'm at home, I'm working all the time, or I might be laughing or talking or going for lunch. However, by the time my husband and my children come at 6.30, dinner is set, my food is on the table. And that keeps my stability because I'm not all over the place. It doesn't matter what has been happening during the day in this house, 6.30 dinner is set. And, you know, we have dinner as a family. That keeps me really grounded. And then it's my time to watch TV with my husband. Um, I never watch, I never read emails or work things after nine o'clock. That's my me time and my family time. So what the way I keep my balance is by, um, and this is in my book, by the way, it's in the book that I've written, is by making sure that I honor me time, I'm gonna explain in a minute, work time or serving time and fun time 
These are the three elements that keep me balanced. I make sure that every day I have some time for myself. That's me time. That me. That means meditation or walking or laughing with a friend or reading something that you like, uh, reading articles or watching a video that you like, a conference, whatever. Something that really nourishes your soul. That's me time. Every day I make sure I do some kind of work. Otherwise, yes, I would feel with guilty, you know, if I don't do anything every day. So every day I make sure that I serve somehow. Sometimes it's cleaning my home, sometimes it's working, sometimes it's helping somebody, but every day I serve in a way of form. And every day I have time for fun. And fun depends what fun means to you, because fun for me is listening to the music and dancing a song in my kitchen. You know, fun for the people might be uh, going to the cinema. Fun might be lighting up a candle or reading, whatever it means, or laughing, finding something five minutes to laugh. So me time, serving time, and fun time are sacred. And every day I make sure these three things are uh, uh, in my life. And then if you went to sort of um, decompose these pillars, um, I've got um, the 11 pillars for inner balance. And those, um, those are again inside, inside a, a book that I've written and you can download it for free in a PDF. So, the 11 pillars of inner balance, for me, one of them is make sure that what is important to you always goes with you. Uh-huh. And by that, I mean, if integrity, loyalty, um, my friends, my family, um, m- m- all my, my core values, my core values have to go with me everywhere and I never compromise these things. Mm-hmm. If you compromise one core value, bang. <laughs> and, and by core values, I mean, you know, integrity is very important to me. Loyalty mm-hmm. is very important to me and I cannot compromise that. So it doesn't matter where I work, where I live, or who do I have to disappoint? There are certain things that if I had to disappoint you or disappoint myself, I would disappoint you nowadays. I've learned that because I have to be honest with myself. So self-honesty is very important. Friendship, family is very important. And if you carry this suitcase with you, like an imaginary suitcase and put all these contents inside and make sure that these things are sacred and you don't compromise any of these things, You'll be okay. You will always have your balance. So there is a suitcase that goes with me everywhere in the world. And I live in England. But imagine if you tell me now, uh, oh, okay, because you live in England, you are not allowed to have an accent. You're not allowed to wear your clothes or to be loud or to laugh too loud. In that case, I would say, well, I don't want to live in England anymore because that for me is important. So I don't compromise that. I live in England and I'm very happy because I can bring these things with me in my suitcase, which means my house is always full of people. I love cooking. You know, I love entertaining. Um, I'm very loyal to my friends. I can be who I am. So that's the case. Whatever you live in the world, whoever you marry, it doesn't matter where you are. It has to go with you everywhere. 
and never ever compromised it. I so, love that. Yeah, that's in um, if if any of you go to my website, um, oh, I'll tell you later how to find it. I don't even remember now, but basically inside the book, they says download What's the book, um, Marina. I can see a pile of your books behind. Get, show us one of your books. Oh. So, guys, Marina's got a new book out. It's on Amazon, and it's called Balance. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the link when I post this um, podcast on so you can have access to it. So tell us something about the book, Marina. Yes. So if you buy the book and you get, it says in there, get the free guide to the 11 pillars. So you could get the 11 pillars in there, which is a very simple guide, very simple little bullet points that shows you the 11 pillars that need to be with you, you know, and in place uh, for you to have that inner balance. Uh, when I talk about balance, obviously it's about inner balance always, because it doesn't matter what's going on in the outside world. Let's, it doesn't matter what the chaos, and, you know, what's happening. If you have that inner balance, you are strong. You have the foundations. You have everything that you need, and it doesn't matter what, you'll be absolutely fine. So my book, my book, I'm just looking at something. I want to show you something. My book's beautiful. It's got pictures. It's really, really fun. My book talks about the idea that we all drive in this thing called life. Mm. And every now and then, we fall asleep, and we don't even notice. Right? Mm. And we jump on the passenger seat, and we start being present. And we start being happy. And it's a little bit, you know, what happened to me. And then it's about that way back to, to yourself. So you are true to yourself. So this is why the book is called Balance Living a Life True to Yourself. Now, this is not, a, a, this is not an autobiography. It's not my story by any means. It's a book which is packed with tons of tools and, and strategies for you to live that empowered life. It also has a little bit of humor, which is characteristic of my successful life. And it has a powerful stories, my stories and some of my clients' stories that they will get to straight to your heart, I know. So the book tells you how we need to have, when our thoughts and our emotions, our energy are together and in sync, we are balanced. Mm-hmm. And then once you are balanced, you can go anywhere you, like, you want because it's like an arrow, you know, that knows exactly the direction it's going and it's powerful. Um, and I, that's how I feel. And that's how I see my clients. When they come to me, they, come, they are vulnerable, they're scared and they're full of fears. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I provide them with this uh, internal freedom right? It's an inner freedom that we, so it's by taking layers and layers and layers out, we get to that inner freedom. And once you are free internally, you can start being yourself. And there's nothing, nothing more rewarding in life. No houses, no cars, no husband, no children, no wife. Than <laughs> <being> into... <laughs> it's true. It's true. And there's nothing more rewarding and more amazing that the feeling of contentment and peace and happiness that you feel when you are true to yourself. Mm. And you can open yourself. No one can do that for you. 
No, no one. And the best part is that we have no competition because we're all unique. We think we need to compete with other people. We don't. All we need to do is to go back and be true to ourselves. So, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> so balance. Balance will teach you these techniques and tools and strategies and stories and insights and wisdom for you to achieve that inner balance. So everything you had, your body, and your soul are all in sync. And then you can start living the life that you were meant to live. A life that is true to yourself and a life of success and love and happiness and celebration. Because yes, why not? I love that, that, Marina. How can people get hold of you? Because uh, Marina does coaching as well, ladies. So how can we um, get in touch? Um, so my through my website, marinacestforlife.com. Um, of course, through Shahida, she knows all my details. Um, I can give you my phone number or my website or my email. We'll put it on the link. Uh, please check my book. It's called Balance, Living a Life True to Yourself by Marina Fernandez. Julian, uh, you won't be disappointed. I had my teachers and my master teachers to review it, and I had incredible reviews. And I want to say something very important. Why... I mean, this book has incredible content that I never, you will hear a lot of things that you heard before. You never hear it the way I say. When I started to do step development, I have noticed everything was written in a very complicated language, with a very <laughs> difficult language, very difficult jargon just to impress, you know. And I was like, why can't they say that in simple words? Life is simple, let's simplify it. Remember, go back, go back to basics, yeah. always. So I went back to basics. <coughs> and I have put in here, everything I have learned from the last 10 years, I have put in here the best exercises I've done with my clients, what have worked best, and what I've noticed that have made the most impact. Why the book? Because for 15 pounds, okay, you have access to important content. The reason I'm giving this like that is because I remember being that person, you know, who was lost at one moment. And I wish I would have that book <laughs> that it was so complete that would help me achieve this balance, right? Today, I do have this balance. I am balanced inside. I feel amazing. And if I can do it, so yeah, so can you. And I'm aware um these things cost, tend to cost quite a lot of money i'm aware not everybody has the money and i didn't at one time and i have to borrow it okay so and I, i'm aware some people don't have the money and they want this i'm aware some people have the money but they don't have the time and they want this and some people they have the time and the money and they don't have the guts to come and take that first step and they want this so this book is for absolutely everybody because I totally believe in my heart, 100%. Self-development is not just for few. It's not for those sophisticated who are in certain, you know, mm. um, social status. It's not. Self-development is for everybody. This mm. should be taught in the schools and, and in every company and everywhere because imagine if, if this was... Imagine, I often think, I remember being 13, I mean, very lost and not, I didn't like to study. I didn't go to university. 
And now I think, and there was a teacher, and it's, it's one of the stories here. There was a teacher that did change my life. When I was 13 and you had a teenager, my family one or six, my parents are amazing people, but they were too busy to sort of direct me, right? Um, so I was a little bit like directionless, not having much clue, trying to fit in, but I didn't fit in. And I remember this teacher, she came to me and she said to me, you, I thought you, uh, who do you want to be in life? And I was like, what do you mean? I can't be somebody in life. Yeah, who do you want to be? You want to, you know, you want to be a cleaner, you want to be an engineer, you, what do you want to be? What's the person you want to be? And that was the first, first time ever that I realized that I could choose who I wanted to be. So imagine if the if we taught this in the schools, because now I do teach this in the schools as well. And, and I realized that being a teenager is really hard. And if we taught them how to love themselves from the moment one mm -hmm. and how to value themselves, and if we knew, if we taught them that they have skills and that they, these skills will come out later and all they have to do is just trust themselves and trust their abilities and celebrate who they are and all these things, we will have a much healthier, happier world for sure. <laughs> definitely a much more confident girls. Yeah. They knew this amount of stress that they go through just to yes. fit in. Yes. That actually, you don't need to fit in. Fitting yes. is boring. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, you know, definitely girls and boys, because I see, well, I always tell everybody. So when people said to me, oh, I don't need a coach, you know, I said, oh, these are the people that need the most. Coaching is for absolutely everybody. Call it coaching, call it self-development, call it whatever you want to call it. It's for absolutely everybody, for girls and for boys. Yeah. And if you don't do it for yourself, do it for you. If you have children, do it for your children because, oh my gosh, I'm so happy I took this route. I'm a much better man. I'm trust. Trust that you have the skills and the ability to see things through and that your family is going to be okay and safe. Don't you think that you're going to, everything's going to fall out if you do, if you, if you go on this route? Because now I can see that everything I've learned, I'm passing on to my children. So my daughter and my boy, they are way more confident than I was at that age. You know, they are way more embracing of their bodies mm -hmm. and, and everything. I can see my daughter, she's 16 and a half. She still doesn't go out. All her friends, her boyfriend, they all, you know, different lives. And I said to her, well, you don't want to, oh no, I can't be bothered, mom. I don't like the atmosphere. Or she said, oh, then, you know, mommy, they drink and they, you know, they take things and that. I don't like to do these things and I don't want to go. I don't feel like I have to go. And I'm like, good for you, girl, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And it's because they have these skills that yeah. have now been able to pass on to them mm -hmm. that my mom, bless her, she didn't, she, my mom is wonderful, a very strong woman, and she's gone through a lot, but she didn't have these tools, you know, mm -hmm. she didn't know that she could even choose. So imagine, mm -hmm. my aim is that I'm better than my parents, and that my children are way better than me. I so hope that. Oh, and we can only do that by training ourselves, you know, and by helping ourselves. So we, in turn, empower those around us 
to be awesome people too. Oh, no, that's absolutely amazing, Marina. And they will, I think the future generations, once they work, if they can learn this earlier on, I think their life is just going to be so much more simple and more joyful. I think yes. it will be joyful rather than stressful. But no, thank you so much, Marina, for sharing your wisdom, your book with us. I'm going to put all the links on the post. Yes, and, yes, remember, Marina says for life. And ladies, I hope you all have taken a few nuggets from what Marina has um, spoken about. I definitely have, and I will apply it to my life. And um, hope you have a lovely day, Marina, and all the sisters out there as well. And um, it's goodbye from us. So, Asalaamu Alaikum, sisters. Love Thank is. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Shahida. You're very Thank welcome, you. Marina. Bye now. Bye.